0: Thank you for tuning in. We would like to introduce y'all to another episode of
1: These Sports Nuts. Topic here. Let's get on with the NBA today. Now you know as y'all yes, guys following LeBron uh uh at G, he put up a post today um just telling the Lakers Nation uh a year ago, so about a year ago, uh from this time, about a year ago last year. Lakers was eliminated from the playoffs, and uh, LeBron put out a, a post saying, hey, you know, Laker Nation, I promise you we'll get it back. Uh, we won't be down like this for long, and we'll get it back up. So today, because of le- after the last night' victory over the number one NBA team, Milwaukee Bucks, LeBron and the Lakers defeated Milwaukee last night. So therefore, he put out a post on that today saying, hey, Laker Nation, I promise you we'll get back here. Here we are because we just made the playoffs. So by beating the the uh, Bucks last night, that gave them a playoff berth for this year. So with that being said, Lakers are in the playoffs. Uh, now it's just a matter of seeding, depending on where they finish right now, they're first in the Western Conference ahead of the Clippers and the um, different Nuggets, who, by the way, have been falling lately.
2: But we'll too. be
1: on that topic later. But with yeah, the NBA uh, playoffs starting to get to our approach, where do you guys see the Lakers, the Bucks, um teams like Boston, Philadelphia, the Clippers? Where do you think yeah. they – we're sure they're going to make the playoffs, but what seed? Where do you think they're going to fall at? Who's going to play who?
0: So, of course, the Lakers going to win the West. So, they're going to be the number one seed. And, of course, Milwaukee going to be the number one seed in the East because they got the best record in the NBA. Uh, after that, probably in the West, I'm going to say Denver, then the Clippers, and then probably the Rockets in that order.
1: The Rockets? So
0: you think the Rockets are going to finish fourth? I think oh, the do. That- yeah, I think they're coming forth, man, because
3: that little small ball starting to work, man. And, and... Hey, but the the real question about LeBron and, you know, all that post and everything is, do he, does Laker Nation believe him when he say all that, like, is he really going to be able to take them to the next level to get them a championship or really at least contend for a championship this year? Like, do do y'all believe that he actually will contend for a championship this year? Because, I mean, they played Clippers twice, and Clippers won both games. Not, I wouldn't say easy, but, like, it wasn't that much of a problem. We got to see tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yes, indeed. They do play tomorrow. So, Cedric, why don't you go ahead and start off? How do you feel about the playoffs this year and how far your Lakers are going to make it since you, you know the LeBron fan. Well, you know, I'm team LeBron, so, of course, I got the Lakers winning it all,
0: man. I think the Clippers definitely are a deeper team, but the Lakers got them bigs, man. Like, Dwight Howard been balling. Javel McGee come in off the bench, man, and do his thing. So, I think the bigs are better than the Clippers bigs, even though they just added Noah. But... I think the Lakers, man. I mean, you can't bet against LeBron, man, in the playoffs, man. He always gets to the finals when he makes. Yeah,
3: the- you can't bet against them in the playoffs, but you can bet against them in the finals. That's just <laughs> get that clear. We, well, we can definitely clear that with that one. Yeah, thirty
2: three percent.
1: I'm kind of feeling.
2: I'm
1: kind of feeling sad on this one, though. I, I I'm riding with the Lakers to make it to the finals. Uh, and going up against the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, however, however, it's not a sure lot for them because I really think those Clippers, they, they, they got some dogs over there, man. And they just added, they just added uh, Marcus Morris uh, recently, last week or so. So that team, and bringing in Joe kim Noah and I don't know how long, I think he's only on a 10-day contract. But depending yeah. on um, which, I really don't understand why they brought him in, but whatever bringing him in, that just adds another dog to an already doggish lineup that they have over there. being coached by Doc River to allow those guys to be the dogs that they are. I don't see the Lakers just beating up on them. I, I mean, I can see them beating the Lakers in the playoffs.
2: In the yeah.
1: A seven game series is a long series and right that that uh that clipper that bench uh with 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 sweet lou running the show and um martel harris well I, I know i pronounced his name wrong but those guys can play and
3: don't forget they just added they just added reggie jackson too
1: reggie jackson man yeah how you gonna have three of the ugliest NBA players on one team <laughs>
2: Jack in the pool. Yeah, i the Clippers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. Man, three of the no, most ugly no, no, like, real dogs right down there. T- and, and, and them, but the boys play hard as hell, man. And they're going to do the Lakers. Lakers ain't strong enough to, to paint with them guys.
3: Yeah, I so, like defense, man. So, are you saying that uh, Clippers will beat the Lakers in the playoffs? Are you hear
1: me? I I, Man, I, I tell you, I, I want the Lakers to win. I want to see LeBron pull off one and, and bring a championship to L.A. Uh, that's what my heart says. But my mind says otherwise, man. My mind is like, listen, don't fall for the okie doke because these guys over there uh, on the Clippers side are playing some ball. And, and they stacked. It really stacked.
0: Yep. I I agree, man. But did you watch the
2: game last night?
1: Yeah, I watched that game and, yeah. and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but the real test is gonna be tomorrow. Like just like um old junior just said, the Clippers didn't already beat the Lakers twice. In that first game, Lakers had a big lead, came out storming, and Clippers just brought them in and, and just took over that game. Yeah. I don't know if yeah, the Lakers got big, Sedgwick. I heard you say they got these bigs with White Howard playing pretty well. He he's accepted his role off the bench. He's playing some inspired basketball. And that is great. It's great to see him out there having fun again and playing um, you know, you know, knowing his role and doing his thing. Uh of course, um A D out there doing what he do best. Uh, but when you get past that, what else do they have really that you can depend on? And then going up against that Clippers team with, of course, Kawhi leading the way, Paul George right there with him, and then that bench, man. And that's where the difference is going to be made in in, in the seven-game series. If they face each other, that bench,
0: yeah.
2: the
1: Clippers have.
2: Oh, they're going to be the make last two standing in the
0: West, man. You can guarantee they're going to be the last two standing in the West. So that's going
3: to be the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, that's most likely going to happen. But, yeah, I agree I, I agree with Iemi on this one. Um, I mean, I would like to see the Lakers make it to the finals. But definitely, you know, everything that happened this year, Kobe, Gianna, and all the other passengers that was on that helicopter, especially the two other girls, you know. it's so it would be a great thing for the Lakers. I know it's still L.A., but it would be great for the Lakers to win the chip this year. But, I mean – I mean, you know, LeBron feeling himself right now. He had a last – like his last three games or so, he's been really hooping, even against like the the best players in the game, so Giannis. But this year we still have yet to see him do that against Kawhi. So, I mean, I really – I will really base the playoffs off tomorrow. Even if they lose tomorrow, like if the Lakers lose tomorrow, depending on how LeBron plays, I think you can still see like how the playoffs will go. If LeBron really is out there hooping, like letting them know like he's here, then I could see him, you know, pulling off some games and maybe winning the series if he really digs deep to get the win, which I feel like once playoffs hit, he really yeah. might just back out because, you know, Kobe and everything that just happened. So yeah. if we if I see if I see something that looks really solid, like cemented in that like LeBron's really about to play this year in the playoffs then I think they could win. But I would say their chances of winning, probably about 35%. I would say Clippers would beat them. Wow. Yeah, okay.
0: And,
3: and, and, and
2: let's,
0: remember, let's remember, you know, is, is Kawhi going to be good
3: to go? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, you know he ready. He only, The only reason he always sit out is because he only he's only concerned with the playoffs.
1: Oh, man, he's only played like four and a half games this year. He'll be all right.
3: <laughs> yeah, he'll he definitely be good for the playoffs. That's what he gets ready for.
1: And also, go ahead, uh, also you know, the Lakers are working out um, final preparations for adding Deion Wade to their roster uh, for their playoff push. So we'll see Don't how know. they go. But we all know as LeBron goes, the Lakers go. Here's another. Exactly. Here. Here's another interesting thing I see here. If the seeding holds up as it is right now and currently, we got the Clippers, the second team, and the Mavericks, the seventh team. If this stays packed, then Clippers and the and, and the Dallas Mavericks going to be an interesting matchup um, in the playoff.
0: Be up, Luca. It's over. You know what I'm saying? They put Kawhi. They put the claw on Luca, man. This it's a wrap. Hey, but, but you know, but,
1: but Dallas played pretty well as a team. You got um,
3: for Zinga's there, he was I starting to can show up. up. To he, he yeah, to
1: play some ball <laughs> Damn, and uh, Luke
0: at 30 on Kawhi, man. It's a wrap,
1: yeah. But you know, JJ Barrera, you can't can't um count him out. He's a
3: he's a uh, uh, he uh back He's old. you can't even see him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah jj <laughs> ah,
1: he's man he a crafty, man he's a crappy <laughs> veteran guard man. he's gonna do his thing
3: J- 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 I think well, they're
1: losing Josh powell really hurt their chances because um he was really big for them he made a difference yeah. he was that that it factor for them and uh without him it's gonna be tough for them but i mean you just can't wipe uh wipe them out i think they're gonna uh at least make it interesting against the clippers they may not beat them but that make
3: it interesting. Although, I give them two games at the most in that series. Getting, two games. I think they maybe get one. Maybe. Maybe get one. Yeah. But I have a question. Because, you know, yeah, oh, What's up? West, west Side, you know, Lake, you know, Dallas, all the teams we talking about right now. But do y'all, do both of you really believe that um, uh, Bucks are getting out the East? Like easily or like? Do you think they might- no, not easily. But I think they, I think
0: they're coming out the East, man. They, I, I say they're the most consistent team in the East. Like Boston is good, but they don't put everything together every game. Like Tatum may go off for a couple of games, and he come back with like six, eight points, something like that. Yeah, you know me, what I mean? Me one like thing
3: about that, though, I, I feel that, but I will tell you. Um, they played Miami, I think, twice this year so far. Might be three, but they haven't beat Miami yet. Miami's been shutting down, Yannis. Like they, they've been playing playoff basketball against Bucks whenever they face them. And they've been killing. Yeah. Them. So, I mean, that's just the concern for me because, you know, it's different in the playoffs. Everything's cool in the regular season. You can get away with Giannis, you know, going in all the time, dunking and all that, which I love Giannis, you know, he's a great player, one of my favorite players. But do y'all really think he'll be able to, you know, just get past all the teams? Cause it's gonna be tough, definitely once they key in on what he can do. Like his three point shot did get better, but um, I don't know. Um, what do y'all think about it? I is a toss up, man, because
1: I, th- I agree. I, I really don't know. Yeah, I, I totally agree because the Bucks. You know, everybody knows when the playoffs starts, the game slows down. You're not getting all those fast breaks unless you, unless you, the Golden State Warriors with Clay, Stephen, and, K- and KD out there. Then you're just running all every play. But the Bucks isn't like that. Although they are a running, team, they probably got the most fast breaks points in the league. I think they average somewhere around 22 points a game off fast breaks. Or something like that. I, I read the other Maybe day. I, I, I had to look so. it up. Um, but so they are leading the league in fast break points, but playoffs come, everything slows down. And when you slow the game down and don't let them do the things they like to do, and you keep Giannis in front of you and let him live outside with those jump shots, they can be beaten. Exactly. Last year, you saw what um, Toronto did. Kept him in front of them. They kept Giannis in front of them and made him shoot outside. Yeah, he got some. Inside points here and there, but he didn't dominate the paint like he normally do in the regular season. And if you can hold Giannis uh, in respect to that and keep him out the paint as much as possible, and if he's in that paint, put him on the line. Don't give him no easy shots. Then yeah, yep. the Bucs can be beaten. I think one of the key players the Bucks lost last year was Malcolm Brogdon, and, and yeah. without him running that team and creating his own shots and helping them out. It's gonna to be tough for them in the playoffs, I do believe. Now,
2: yeah, he's like I a think they can version still win of
1: and come out. But I think Toronto is the team that's gonna give Milwaukee the most problems. Boston, and I like Boston and what those guys are doing over there, but they are too inconsistent. Um, especially from their uh from inside the paint. They big's not giving them anything, and that's just not gonna mm-hmm. be enough to get past the Raptors or the Bucks when the playoff comes. Miami Heat, Jimmy I, Butler got those guys playing pretty well together as a team. Very but well. I, I still, I, I don't believe in them just yet.
2: <laughs>
0: I wouldn't be surprised if the Heat oh, do something, man. Like, they, it's they definitely a sleeper. That's I didn't expect exactly the Heat to I'm be good right now, yeah. But they yeah, definitely a sleeper, man. I say either the Heat or the Raptors coming out the East now. Like, yeah, the Bucs, man. One thing I noticed last night with the Bucks, if you make Giannis work, you know what I mean? He started running out of gas at the end of the game last night. Like, he was 10 for 10 from the free throw line until the fourth quarter. He missed, like, three in mm-hmm. a row, And they started making jump shots, and he was missing them, man. So, if Giannis don't put up big numbers, the Bucs flat out don't win. Yeah. Like, Middleton, again a game, but they don't have anybody else that could really pick up the slack if Giannis have a bad game. Like, they don't win unless he ball out. Yeah, and in the playoffs, mm-hmm.
3: you throw him down, then that's pretty much it. That's why, yeah, I, I agree. I think Miami is really a super team because the teams that's in contention, in contention with like, playoff runs, basically they've beaten in the east side. Um, Philly... Which we haven't really talked about yet, but Philly, you know, they're supposed to be a pretty good that. team.
1: I, I was waiting on, I was waiting on the time to get
2: in. Really? They've been beating I'm laughing
1: on the inside. <laughs> I, 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 I'm cracking up on the inside because none of y'all mentioned Philly at all through this this uh, conversation.
3: I, yeah, I was getting, I was getting <laughs> to it now, but yeah, like I think, they, I think, like said, said the team that will come out the the East. Really, I believe it would be either Toronto or Miami. To be honest, like, Philly, they would be good until they run into Miami. Miami's just been – they've been having the perfect perfect game plan Man. for, like, the good teams that, like, are in playoff contention. In playoff contention, like, maybe going to the finals. Shut they've the been shutting down. Door. Milwaukee, Philly, and Toronto door.
2: kind of heard up, <laughs>
3: Nah.
1: Nah, I'm not even listening to you, little old. Because you said Philly will be good until they run to my Philly has not done a thing. They haven't done a. Th- you said that because you're a Stephen that... A. fan and and you wrong.
2: like Benny Simmons. That's wrong.
1: And and we about and to go
2: in on Benny Simmons.
1: <laughs> they haven't shown nothing. They're winning games out. here and there, and then they lose four, or five in a row. They
3: they unbeatable at home. Yeah. That's all lost. They definitely unbeatable at home.
2: But they not gonna have home court advantage. they so, have. <laughs> <now> <laughs> we gonna you know, go straight to Simmons. So they
1: still got the are you, Man, Jimmy <laughs> <Randy> Simmons. <laughs> he took all those three pointers in the in the preseason and won't even shoot none in the regular season.
2: He won. one. he's scared, he scared, man. He's
1: still scared. Hey, and, and, and the guy who is shooting the three-point is supposed to be in the paint.
3: They got everything. right. Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out. Because, first of all, jo- Joel Embiid has fixed that. He's been in the paint. He actually, A.
2: Smith need to
1: go in he's there been, and tell these guys to play the basketball game the right way. they talking about the process. They process is backwards.
2: The art. Come on,
3: man. Look. This what I'll say. This what I'll say about <laughs> y'all hate on the on Philly and Ben Simmons in specific. Ben Simmons is an all star in this league. He's not. He's not a superstar yet. He can be. He has the potential to be, but he's not. But he plays hard, and he just he just doesn't shoot, which he doesn't really need to have a shot because he's a facilitator more so than a scorer. But he will score too. So if they really just built the team around just Ben Simmons, I think they would really they would really take mm-hmm. off because his strengths is looking for people that, open. So he would be like a Magic Johnson type player where he wants to get his team involved and get his team buckets. But right now it's really it's not up to them. It's up to the general managers and everyone to, you know, bring the right people in for them because they have pieces but they, their pieces is just random pieces like Tobias Harris really has no belonging on that team and they're paying him a max contract for no real reason and B is nice
1: let me just say let, let, <laughs> let me just say this real quick you say he don't really need to shoot he need to facilitate well right now they sitting at 10 and 23 on the road man man need to shoot you 10 and 23 on the road You need to <laughs> shoot you whatever you doing now ain't working. At ten to twenty three, yeah. you ain't real a real playoff You know, thing. well look, you got to be able to win on the road. Look, ten
3: and
1: 23 ain't gonna cut it.
3: That's true. But look at him, like you know, like a Westbrook. Westbrook can't shoot anymore. No, but he drives in.
1: Okay, But so what? What is Westbrook doing? So that, that, I'm glad you brought Westbrook up because you know I've been a big critic of the way Westbrook. Um, approach the game. I love him as a player. I love his tenacity, his, his his passion for it, but his basketball IQ to me was so low.
3: It's not even that. However, it's decision-making.
1: Well, that's that's part of his IQ. However, mm-hmm. lately, over there with the Houston Rockets, he playing to the highest level. He's playing to where his strength his is, which is penetrating, getting to the basket, drawing fouls, Inside the paint, pull up to ten footers or whatever. He's doing everything that he, as a superstar, should be doing for um for Houston right now, and even and hopefully they can make the playoffs and, and make some noise. But I really applaud his game right now, and and I you know I'm quick to criticize him.
3: I know. So That's my I favorite You know, I, know.
1: Simmons, I cannot put Benny Simmons in the same breath with. Russell Westbrook.
3: I only do that in the fact of the fact that Vinny is not a shooter. He he's really a slasher. He likes to get to the basket, which Westbrook does, but he has that mid-range too. So I think if Vinny at least just had a mid-range, he'd be great. You don't need to have a three-pointer. Like I know, Cedric, you said today in the league, to be successful, you need to have a three-pointer. But I don't think that's true. I think if you can at least have shooters around you and you can kick it to him and drive it in a lot, then you can be successful because, I mean, there's still players, not many, but there's a few players that live on the mid-range, like DeMar DeRozan, who's still a great player, and he doesn't really have a three-ball. And, you know, Westbrook is a great player, and he doesn't have a three-ball, but he drives in. And if Benny did just, you know, get more aggressive to score more, yeah, but at the same time, like I said, he's more of a facilitator. So, that's why they really need to build the team around him. He's not the one to be like – if he had Westbrook mindset, yeah, he would be a killer because he'd just be scoring at the rim line. I mean, he's 6'11 with handles and my like, vision. Yeah, like dominating, bro.
0: Like, he's, what, point 6'11 guard. point guard? And this my knock on Ben Simmons, bro. Like, he plays like he's just happy to be in the <laughs> NBA. He don't play like – I'm out here, and I'm, you know, uh, know right, what I'm saying. Right. Like, it's easy to dominate because he's taller than anybody else. He's gonna yeah, face. He could
3: be the best player in the league. My knock on him:
0: All summer working on that three-point shot. We saw all the videos, all the Instagram videos, and he come back this season and still scared to shoot.
1: He's only taking. You know what I mean? Right now, he's only taking eleven shots a game. Eleven shots a game. He played thirty-five minutes a game and shooting the ball eleven times, scoring sixteen points a game. That's not going to cut it for no
3: yeah. deep
1: playoff run for a team. I mean, Tobias Harris nah. Harris has been shooting as many times as Ben Simmons. Well, did. he's
3: getting paid the max contract. He should be shooting no. like that. Like Why- I said, it goes back to him being the facilitator more than a scorer, unless he really has. But, but, but he- but if he that's
1: not what they need, no, they need no points out of Exactly, him. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. look, oh, you said him been a facilitator, that's not cutting for them. Look at their record, especially on the road. He has to say, Listen, what I'm doing right now is a cutting. I can't be a, just a facilitator. I gotta get up there and shoot at least 16, 17 times a game. And I don't care how you rate the shot, get the shot, get to the free throw line. I know he can't shoot free throws, but get there. Okay. Look at Shaq, Shaq couldn't shoot free throws. But he, got, he, he still got himself to that line and kept – hey, some of them free throws will go down. But you got to get there to shoot him to have a chance to get points off. I get that. Him. He's
3: not even doing so, it. So, yeah, he could he okay. could be more aggressive as, you know, trying to shoot more, uh, maybe less stuff, but not shooting-wise. He's not a shooter. That's just not what he does. If he can get attention, like to have players try to stop him from driving and then kicking it out, then, yeah. But he's not the one – he's not the one that's like, all right, He's not a takeover player. There's been great players that's not a takeover player like give me the ball, move out the way. He can say, Give me the ball and I'll make the best decision. That's kind of like your boy LeBron, Cedric. He didn't always, you know. No, so. no, no. No,
1: no. No, I'm gonna fight for you. you gonna take Benny the shot, Simmons and anybody else name like LeBron's and the Harns and West. Why? Why not? He is not there.
3: But he's coming up. He's he's the <laughs> next generation great. He's one of the next generation greats. He's in that he – uh, his numbers tell me different.
1: I, don't,
0: I mean, I
3: don't his see numbers
1: it. tell me different, Orlando. Y- y'all just looking at the numbers. This is his what?
0: He's a 6'11 point guard. He should get
3: 25. Exactly. He he's, nice he's a facilitator. It, it's a It doesn't have to be a shooter. If you're 6'10, you don't <laughs> you know, you need to shoot. <laughs> you back
0: him down, bro. Like you're 6'10. How many guards – league are 6'10", none. He's yeah, the only LeBron one. 6'8", ain't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he? Yeah. LeBron's scoring about 27 points is, a he is. I eight. know he's playing.
3: And lead the league in assists, bro, at 35. <laughs> yeah. That, I feel you, though, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still oh, yeah, I hear a little
2: combination, bro.
3: LeBron been doing this thing. I can't lie.
0: Right. So we're going to cash out on the Sixers because they going to enter the playoffs and they're going to have to play on the road. They can't win on the road, All so of them they can so
3: start winning. They might have a game plan in the playoffs that y'all just don't know about yet. Ben might be taking that three ball for the playoffs. They,
0: they, they. MB want to be a shooting guard, right. man. <laughs> <laughs> How you seven foot it can bang, but you want to shoot three-pointers right. like Get your big butt, paint, and score, man.
3: I I guess we can blame no, the coach really for the 76ers, letting them play like, like that. You know, he, he he doesn't demand respect enough, I feel like, over there. And he might be a great coach, but it's just you haven't seen it year after year. Things that happen, it's like, well, why the coach not switch this player out? Like, all the stuff that's happening in the playoffs, you blame the stars, but really the coach, I think they just need a new coach that can really – ground Embiid and Ben like, look, we need you two to do this. You're both superstar potential players but y'all haven't reached that yet because the way you guys play right now. So I think if they can get a new coach that can yeah. really yeah them in and have them playing the right way they would be great because another question that people always have is like are they really compatible players with each other? What do y'all think about
1: that? That's, that, that is an interesting I think, that's, uh, one two punch, man.
0: If they change their style to play, like, Simmons and Embiid, they can really dominate. Like, Simmons can dominate, period, just off his size alone. And Embiid, probably one out of three best yeah. big men in the league. So, he can – that's the thing about Embiid. Like, when Barkley and Shaq call him out, yeah. he start putting up 30, 35 a game. I don't know what happened after that. He starts shooting <laughs> yeah, them three-pointers again. Hey, you
1: are who you are. You can only you can only change for a moment, but you are who you are, and you're gonna go back into who you are, and that's what he's done. So we'll see. Time to tell with Philly. I I, I don't believe in them. I wouldn't put a penny on them, but um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I want to yeah. jump back to the Western Conference and the surprising Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. With sir. Chris Paul over there, no one gave this team a chance to even um be close to the playoffs. Now. They sitting in the sixth seed, and if it hold patch, they'll be playing the Denver Nuggets. What did you guys think of that matchup? Oh,
2: OKC okay, and Six. That could go either way.
0: That could really go either way. I'm going to tell you why. Because the Denver Nuggets don't have a definite score each night. Like, they they win as a team. Like, they remind me of the Spurs, the way yeah. they play. Like, you don't know who going to be the so, that is going to probably, in the first round, the way it's linking up now, three and six, that's probably going to be the tightest first round, man, because either one of them can come out of the first round depending on how good they play. All right. I feel that. Yeah. Let, me,
3: let me let me get this because y'all know. Okay, see, still one of my favorite teams because, you know, Westbrook is my favorite player of all time. So, since he was over there for so long, <laughs> it's like, once he left, I couldn't just let go of the team. So I still watch the games and everything. I felt weird about that Chris Paul trade at first, because I'm like, Chris Paul just really going there. Plus, he's already – he has problems with teammates. Teammates really don't like him. Like, he's a great player, but the teammates usually don't like him that much. But he's really reinvented, reinvented himself. He's really just been over there being like a mentor, plus – someone that can use the bucket like he's been over there yeah. really
2: hooping.
3: Yeah. and he's like he changed his whole diet where he's lost weight and like he has more spring in his step. that's why in the all-star game you see him catch that oop from the former okc player westbrook yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, i've really been really liking how you how he's been playing over there and i was really just like all right we got him let's try to use him as a trade asset but I mean, he, he's really over there vibing even with, like, the young stars, Shea Gillis-Alexander, Steve Adams, Dennis Schroeder. Everyone's over there just hooping and playing with each other, playing for each other. So, I've really been liking the way they've been playing because they've been playing as a team that really connects, that, like, I wouldn't say, like, loves each other, but, like, really has respect for each other on the court. So, they they play for each other. So, that's what – I think That's that brings a lot of success when you can have stuff like that. Yeah. That's why I used to – love, like, Boston before Kyrie got there, which I don't want to get into at this moment. But, like, teams that have that that kind of love for each other where they're looking out for each other on, on the mm-hmm. court and not just, you know, doing it because they have to. Like, hey, you can't press at my boy like that. When they really do when they mean it, I feel like they can go a long way. So I think they could end up maybe sneaking Denver. It would be tough, though, because the Joker is just a weird player that's really great. So it'd be hard for them too, but I think they could. But that I think that you know, being out there playing in Denver might mess up Chris Paul, especially since he's you know getting older. Man, hey, the Spurs,
0: Dem- the Spurs took the Nuggets to seven games in the first yeah. round last year, man. So I wouldn't be surprised would OKC okay. really like- pulled that one off, man. Like that could go either.
1: Yeah, I can see OK S- uh, City going in there and um, and upsetting the Nuggets in that first round. And, uh, I mean, I can see that happening pretty easily. Mm. Um, not saying they're going to beat them easily, but it's not hard for me to see it. Being,
2: see them to
1: them in the first yeah. round. So that's going to be a good one um, and one to watch. Uh, I think these playoffs race, especially if it stands the way that the standings are now, going to be very interesting. Another interesting matchup, the Houston Rockets and the Utah Jazz. I know they've met in the playoffs the last couple of years uh with some hard fought games, but this year around if the seeding stay the way it is and right now uh Utah has a half a game lead over Houston for that fourth um seed and home court advantage. If Utah can maintain that uh spot in the fourth seed, they have home court advantage over Houston.
0: What do you guys think of that matchup? I'm giving that to Houston, bro. Like, I don't,
1: I
2: don't
0: see the Jazz putting up enough points to beat Houston. Like, the Jazz are good, but they they don't really dominate. Like, they got the Spider. I love his game. They got the old veteran with Conley, and then they got Gobert. <laughs> Which I mean, he's more like a cleanup man. Like he did a lot of rebounds, and if you feed him close to the paint, he'll put it in. But let's just let's just keep it real. Like Harden is pretty much unguardable, and then Westbrook, if he playing his game like he's supposed to play, it's a wrap. Like they don't put up too many points to beat the Jazz, and you know that head coach is strictly offense. Strict. The Houston Rockets coach. Strictly yeah. off,
3: you know what I'm saying? So they just gonna outscore the jazz, they don't have enough five, you know power what? This, to, to this small lineup has made them become defense too, though. Like, they've really been rotating and help, like, double teaming when the ball gets dropped down low a lot. But, um, yeah, I would I, I say the same thing though. I think Houston wins in six games, probably. Uh, James Harden has really been iffy this year, he has some stretches where he you know goes off. Because, I mean, he, he can score when he wants to. But some games, I mean, the problem with him is it really depends. I don't think – the problem isn't up to Westbrook. Westbrook's going to be at, – at this point, I think he's playing the way he's been playing all year, and he's going to play like this in the playoffs. Not going to shoot many – going to push it in on you, kick it out if he can't score. So he's playing his perfect basketball. But the real problem is James Harden. If it's, if he's going to, you know, play his best basketball – which is also driving a lot, shooting threes here and there. Yes, but if you start off open six, you shouldn't be shooting. Oh,
0: he's not gonna stop shooting, bro. Hard to go thirty and still be now, shooting.
1: H- here's my take on that on that uh, matchup: the uh, fourth seeded Utah Jazz and the fifth seeded Rockets.
0: Now, keep in mind, let me I'll just say this little tidbit. Harden is averaging 34.6 again.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. And, and I think a lot of those points uh, came early in the season when he was just on fire. But we all know we've seen this song before. We've seen this movie before. James Harden, just like he did the other night against the Clippers, he disappeared. And he won't stop shooting What's the threes. At one point he was like two for twelve, two for fourteen. And I think he won't shoot them. If he doesn't say, listen, my three's not dropping. Let me get to the rim. let me get to the basket. Let me make something, create something, make something happen for somebody else. He will not do that. He will not go away from what he does, which is shoot those threes, even if he's having a bad game out there. Now, with Westbrook, it's gonna take Houston to win if Westbrook is the leader of that team. Handling the ball, got dominating the ball, penetrating, and looking for other guys to help him score. But really go There's a lot of bigs in the league. A lot of bigs that you would think can rebound and get a bunch of rebounds. All of them cannot rebound. They don't know where the ball is. They don't know how to play the real position themselves to get rebounds. You can be big if you want, but if you're not soundly effective in knowing how to rebound, you're not going to get him. Look at the Chicago Bulls, big, goofy guy. They got over there. Can't get a lick of rebounds, but he about 69, 16. Rudy Gobert is one of those players who knows how to rebound. So not only is he a big, but he also knows how to rebound, which is going to give Houston yeah. problems. If they're not making those shots out there, He's gonna handle that, that that board and average about 15, 16 yards yeah. a game, probably. With that, he's also gonna protect that paint. So Westbrook may do his penetration, but Westbrook gotta be aware that Gobert is back there waiting on him. And he's gonna to have to be creative with his shots and with his passes. So I don't think that's an easy uh victory series for the Houston Rockets. I think Utah's I think gonna a- play them and play them tough. And I can see that series going seven games, and they can go to either one of those teams just because of the matchups. I like Houston as a small team and how they've been playing, but the matchup between them and the Utah Jazz doesn't favor Houston the best. And I think see, that's going to give them some I'll problem. be honest
3: with one point about that because, you know, um, I feel that matchup problem, but the real problem with Utah is they don't use Rudy enough. I mean, yeah, him getting rebounds, that's cool. But they don't drop it down to him enough. Nothing like – I feel like he really over there, like, mad a lot of times. And he even said, like, early in the season, like, my teammates just got to do a better job of, you know, getting me the ball. And he said that, like, after they lost some – season. And they just don't. I've seen – I've watched them, and there's been games where Donovan Mitchell, you know, best player on that team, my favorite player on that team, is take some shots and you know for himself. Rather than though, download Rudy. We don't even really know if Rudy has a a post up game. He
2: don't
3: have a no long post moves, man yeah, Houston bro, no. a lot of people, he. He more like he a cleanup man, man. I, done, I, but it, I don't think that would be enough. That's why I still say Houston is six. Hey, bro. Russell
0: is averaging 27 and a half a game. Add that with Harden. Mm-hmm. And who can stay in front of Russell Westbrook, bro? Like, nobody can stay in front of him.
1: That's true. No one could. But, so but add Westbrook uh, likes to get to the rim. And, and I think Rudy Gobert is going to be white. Well, be right dead. there. And
2: they know he's going to want to penetrate. Yeah. Or well, Russell Or Westbrook it out, well, because be he hey, Westbrook
3: don't, Westbrook only got one gear, bro. He don't stop. Yeah, so he don't slow wanna, down. He, he attacked the, the whole, whole game. Westbrook driving. That I mean, he leaving his man open for a three. Because I mean, it's small balls, so they got shooters out there. So, well, yeah, yeah. PJ him in the corner, center so man, and he can so, shoot
0: the three ball. That's I, I mean, I
3: still think,
1: but but that's when you play. That's when you play zone. When you got uh P.J. Tucker out there, playing center, and he's standing at the corner for a three, then you your defense should go to a,
3: a yeah, three be zone. Yeah, that way for teams to beat. Them. That's how you. I like would that. zone. I feel like shooters. You know what kills
0: the zone? Oh, yeah. Penetration. <laughs> Penetration.
2: No, no.
1: Penetration is, the, who, fact, penetration? is hard to do with a zone. You got to you have to uh try to penetrate then kick it and hope that next person can get around that zone. Because if you got a two-three zone who on
0: rockets can't shoot though, like Brody gonna bring it in, penetrate, kick it out, Harden gonna penetrate, kick it out, and then who on the rockets that can't shoot? Everybody on that on that. But that's Dan Tony, bro, scoring is his forte. That's what he do. They ain't gonna play no defense, but they damn sure gonna score okay. some points. Well, though. I like
1: this one. So uh I think later on, uh once we get close to it and see where the season finally stand, we're gonna have to ask some of the fans to, to um chime in on this one. Because I, I hear you guys thinking Houston got this um if it stays the way it is which um, they'll be matching up in the first round against each other. Um, you both seem to like Houston. I think it's a toss-up. We'll let some of the fans uh, tell us what they think uh, as we get closer to that time. All right, one last um, team I want to mention here. The Memphis Grizzlies uh, – Grizzlies, I don't know what I'm saying. The Memphis Grizzlies are sitting in the A C right now, and, and they have – a. Um, uh a two and a half a three and a half game lead on the Portland, two and a half or three and a half game lead on the Portland Terra Blazers. Uh, uh Portland on the outside looking in right now. I don't think Portland has enough left in them to catch the Memphis Grizzly and pass them up and get that AC. So I really believe Memphis will make it to that keep that AC and end up playing the Lakers. I do not think the, the Grizzlies will give the Lakers any kind of problem. But what I do like is John Morant and that team, the young Grizzlies, getting that experience. And what better way to get playoff experience against the King himself? You know? You know how much that's going to do for their confidence, you know, going into next year? Like I said, I don't think they'll win anything. They may win one game, if that. But just a chance to play yeah. against the Lakers and King James and AD on the biggest stage, which is the playoffs, not expected to do nothing, but get that experience, learn the game, see what the Lakers do when, when they face adversity or doing the timeouts and things like that. That's going to give them young guys a lot of confidence going to look, next year. I, I
3: completely think? agree. Uh, well, let me let me start off by saying this first, off, John Moran, one of my favorite, uh, you know, brand-new players coming to the league, young players. Because, obviously, he envies Westbrook. He loves Westbrook. That's his favorite player and all that. Um, I will say I'm going to need them to – him and Dylan. The other dude on his team was Dylan Brooks. That's his name? I'm going to need them both to show a little more respect. I understand, you know, they was a little salty about Andre Iguodala not wanting to play with them and whatnot. But, I don't know, I just didn't like how they was trying to be disrespectful to them. Definitely then once Curry came in. Ja was going back, but, you know, he's young. That's what he does. But, uh, yeah, that, it's definitely be great experience for Ja and his team to, you know, just see, like, how it is going against a top team. It's only going to build his confidence going forward. That's what they, you know, can make the playoffs consistently after this year. I, I feel like the same. I got it on a Dame Lillard jersey right now. Rock in Portland, but <laughs> I don't I don't think they go make it to the playoffs <laughs> this year. Definitely since they missed them games too, it's going to be tough, but um, yeah, I think Jod and them probably hold down that AFC, and if they do get to play Lakers, yeah, it's, they know they won't win, but they can at least have fun, and I think they might try to sneak a game out of there, unless LeBron really just on his turn-up mode, but, but yeah, it's it definitely going to be fun. <laughs> Ooh, that makes...
0: <laughs> bruh no they need to bring their sleeping bag they need to bring
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> everything because they going home now the thing about the AFC in the west is like it's super duper close though like even my spurs still got a chance like Grizzly sitting at 31 and 42. Then and Portland at 28 36. Sacramento 27 35. Even New Orleans may make it in there. They 27 36. So literally like a couple games separate the final seed. But so whoever makes it at the seed in the West, they just gonna, <laughs> yeah, they gonna, they gonna get taken behind the yeah. camera and the spanked. Like Right. Oh, yeah. The teams at the – I would rather see Portland play them for real because they got oh,
2: coming back
0: at oh, the man. middle of March. Like, that would be a good matchup for the Lakers. Yeah, so he coming back. So, CJ, Dame Dollar, if, if he healthy, and then Carmelo and and, and Jerkish, man, if that's, that's – <laughs> that will be a good matchup. I mean, they're oh, still no, going, going see home, but you see how Dan dropped me that. all
3: off last time at Staples Center. They- that man was pulling up from out of bounds on the side of the court. He shoot from the logo a couple times.
0: got. That- I'm gonna turn y'all on to a podcast. He literally practiced shooting from the logo, like when wow. the uh, when the yeah. Pelicans swept them. After that series, because they kept doubling oh, you're him, talking, oh, you're about that. Yeah, he started
3: yeah.
2: logo
0: yeah, like yeah, that awesome, was part of his man. practice awesome. drill. That's, that's why my, he. Be,
3: that's my third favorite player right yeah. Yeah.
0: So I would the Grizzlies. Yeah, I, I think a better matchup would be Portland and the Lakers. Other than the Grizz, like the Grizzlies, cool. They they Wait. cool to watch. Like John Wait. Morant, Go ahead. rookie of the year. My only knock on him. My only knock on him, bro, is that he's not consistent. Like he'll put up 25, then he'll come back with 12 points. Like if Zion would have played the whole let's season, in, let's, get in, let's get into rookie it. Real quick, of the year, no, I don't, got don't know, man. To even steal, I don't steal know.
3: it this year, to steal the rookie year from?
1: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I just don't think he plays. He's gonna be a nah. I can't yeah, say he's only gonna play end play up the at the most 36 games. And um history shows that the last rookie of the year who played uh a you was know played a full season with, to win it was Patrick Ewing, And he had to play, he played 50 games. So um Zion is doing work, but only 36 games is not enough. So I do not see him winning rookie of the year. However, with that being said, my take on John Morant is yes, yeah, if Zion would have played this whole season, Zion would have rookie of the year. I'm not looking for John to, to be that player to just dominate like that, but I look at him as a young um, Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what he reminds me of. Just
2: that yeah. guy that holds
1: all out to do whatever he has to do for his team. And Wade, when he first came in the league, first, Dwayne Wade really stepped up and became and got on the map in the in the uh in the NCAA tournament before his um uh, before coming over to the NBA and he just came out of nowhere and I'm like who is this kid? I mean he was just he led that team. I think they went to the Elite Eight or even the Final Four. I can't remember, but he just came and then after doing that and just coming out of nowhere, then he came in the league and just kept on going with it. So. Same thing with John Morant. You know, he's coming in the league now. He's doing all these good things as a rookie. Of course, off, off court, you know, he's young and said some things about the OG uh, AI. But, you know, he'll learn from that. Like you said, Lowe, he'll learn from that. However, his gameplay on the court, I like him. And that's why I say I would like to see him in the um, that yeah. matchup against the Lakers. Now, yeah. The Portland Blazers against the Lakers, if Portland gets all these guys, they guys back healthy, that'll be a better matchup for the NBA and for the fans, but I would love to just see John Morant and his guys go up against the Lakers, get that experience, and then come back next year and try to be somewhere in the middle of the pack uh, in that hard, tough Western Conference.
0: Yeah. I just don't think they got enough pieces, man. Like, I don't think they got enough pieces even next year. Like, I don't know what they're going to draft or what they can do in free agency, but I don't think they got enough pieces to really do anything no, to be that, a threat or nothing. Threat, like, they great. Going forward,
1: <laughs> yeah, I think going forward, they will be able to, you know, add some pieces, make some moves. The only thing that holds that team down is their location, you know, nobody wants to go and live in Memphis and play in Memphis. It's tough. You know, It's really nothing there. And, um, you know, that's why they can't draw the superstars over there. Um, but I just like how those young boys are, you know, feeling themselves and,
2: and, and trying to come out
1: here and, and, and make a name for themselves. And, and I think that's going to be good for them
2: going forward.
0: Yeah, well, All right, we got a couple minutes left. We gonna let's let's do rookie of the year. We already know what it's gonna be, but let's go hypothetical. Let's say Zion played the whole season. Who would you pick? Now, me personally, off the numbers alone, I'm gonna say Zion would have had it locked up just because he he putting up what 25 a game consistently. And banging. He literally dominated. Like he's so big and strong. Like in the paint, he's snatching rebounds and putting up what twenty two to twenty five points a game. John Morant is good to watch. The only knock on him is he kind of scary to watch the way he yeah, played. Like he like definitely. one or two plays
3: away Man, from like a career-ending injury the worries. way he played. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. Man. He look up to Westbrook so much, but gonna it's like kill himself going in there with the force, bathroom, like the way he he, played. he attached, attacked the rim like he wanted to bring the rim down. You know, even though he's too little to really do that, but yeah, Ja, I don't know, he he go in there with that, but it's like him being a rookie is really the main part. People don't respect him enough to like, oh, let me move out the way. They go challenge him. And they have been challenging him, and yeah, I I feel you. And there's been some. Some close calls, I'm like, man, stop trying to rise up on everything. But that's just all he know. But, um, yeah, I think Zion probably, if he was here the whole year, he, he probably would have. But I don't think it would have been, like, that clear. I think if Ja seen him turning up, definitely since Ja on a team that's – I mean, they're both on teams that are, like, mediocre. So, but Ja really on a team that's mediocre and it's really predicated on him playing how he does. So, I think if he's seen Zion – off, off rip, you know, turning up, he probably would have turned up even more than what he's doing now. Like, he's been cruising. He, I mean, I wouldn't say cruising, but he's been doing his thing year. But I think he would have done more if Zion was here from the start and was turning up, too. I think he would have still been in contention for rookie of the year. I don't think it would have been clear cut. Plus, we still don't know. Like, Zion, I, I love how he plays aggressive. He likes to score. But it's like, I feel like once you figure out what he can do, you can stop them Like, I feel like Jaw has more range than Zion. So, I don't think it would have been that clear cut. Yeah, that's Nobody true. stopped
2: him yet. But Ain't
3: nobody stopped so him
2: yet.
1: I, uh, my piece on that is I, I do agree with Lowe Because um, I think um, um, John Lorette has a, a much – Uh, A wider variety of scoring options for himself versus Zion. Zion is the strictly power in the middle, and and yeah, if you if you uh stay in front of him and and even double team him, he he can't do anything. He won't be able to do much. And right now, Zion just started playing. Um, you know, he just started playing after his injury, and he's only playing about 29 minutes a game. Um, you know, if he was playing the full yeah, season, he still had this energy, I'm not so sure. You know, I think he has slowed down. Either they're going to have to limit his minutes, or he's going to be out there um,
2: not know, before, like he, he, only he only 19,
3: Yeah, 19, but his momentum not that good.
0: He only, what, yeah, 20, first,
3: 19, 20 years old. Right. The NBA.
0: All right, so I'm about to I'm about to run it down for y'all. We're gonna start with Ja. Ja's averaging 17 and a half, three and a half rebounds, seven assists. Zion it's averaging
3: 23 and a half, was, uh, six rebounds That's and two assists. That's like the main thing you always hear about when a rookie go through their whole frontier. Right it's like but, yeah, I know I'm – like, if if Zion now was from the start, it would be hard because you – know, just talking about rookie of the year. His already isn't that good. And rookies have right. trouble with playing right. 82 games a season as is. You know, college, you don't play that. So, they, they're they not used to that much – that much labor of playing exactly. basketball. So, why right. Zion would have struggled. And, you know, since he's exactly. so big, it's, that's what scares me the most. You know, he could be so injury-prone because, you know, once you get tired, that's when you get – uh, you get in trouble and you can really have an injury because you play kind of lazy or you make a play or you didn't do what you needed to really do. So that's the only worry
2: I have about Zion.
3: Yeah.
1: I totally agree. I totally agree. Because if you look, um, John Morant, he's played 57 games, 30 minutes a game. So that's high numbers for a rookie. And he still mm-hmm. is consistent with 17 and a half points a game. Um um, you put Zion in there. Zion is playing about thirty minutes a game too, but he's only played a half for the game. And so, if he's play as many games as John Morant, if he uh, did all the traveling, stayed up late, getting into their hotel room late, getting into yeah. all that, also playing on you, your body, your condition. And with him being, uh, you know, a little overweight, yeah, he's strong and he can continue with that now, but that's going to catch up with him. And um. So he's gonna have to swim down and he's gonna have to uh I would like to see what he do yeah. next year for a full season before I can really say the guy's legit. Because um, you know, he's not that big. He's not like a Shaq and he's not as skilled like a LeBron. So Shaq can just dominate you down low. He was seven foot or whatever, six eleven, and he just go up on you and dunk over you. Zion do got the hop up. He got mad yeah. but he still got to do it. LeBron can just take it because he's so skilled. Zion not skilled like that. So he's not sure a, a sure bet to be a dominant player, not just yet. I want to see his stamina. Can he play a whole 82-grand uh, game season and, and deal with that grind? And, uh, you know, John Morant definitely can
0: Yeah, I'ma say this. John Morant can, but will he with his style of play? Like the way he plays, I just see a bad injury coming in his future, man. Like I see some, <laughs> I see something bad happening for him. And his game is so I can't even describe his game, man. Like Zion gonna eat in the paint. Like he if he gets the ball in the paint. You can pretty much count it as a bucket. So he'll give you definite numbers each night. Ja may give you 25 a night. He may give you 10 a night. Like until he really defines his game, you don't know what you're gonna get out of him. Like he's exciting to watch, and you like, oh, I can't wait for he gonna what he's gonna do next. But Zion is like, okay, if you put money down, I'm gonna be like, Zion gonna give me 20. You're going to give me 20 and 6 a game. With Jai, you don't know that's what you're going to get each game. That.
1: Well, we, yeah. that's what we are. They are rookies. Uh, I think right now, Jai got the rookie of the year only because of the game played. But um, they're both young, exciting players. And I can't wait yep. to see what they do in this league. I
2: agree. So- I agree.
0: All right, man. we're well, we yeah, gonna go ahead wrap and stay up. the first
1: episode of D Sports Nuts. Uh let us know what y'all think. <laughs> and uh hey guys, it was great having this uh first episode with you guys. Yeah, I look forward um, to many more. All all
2: right, right, man. to everybody. Again next week, and we'll see y'all.